0: Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's New Stand. How you doing? Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, I got a food corner, got some food in me. Um, I went to a restaurant I've never been before called Bravo. Um, essentially, it's just an, an Italian restaurant. Um, overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I got some lasagna, <laughs> uh, which was a huge portion, which I mean, I guess I should have expected um, like a, a pretty heaping helping, but um, it was pretty big. Um, I also got a s- chopped salad with salmon, um, and that was pretty good as well. Um, one of the first time it's first time in a long time that I had to uh, do it to go, like a little to-go bag, so a little doggy bag. Um, so I was thoroughly impressed. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. I got my smoothie today. That was also good. Um, also I've had like m ms on the brain really bad. Um, generally they're up there for like favorite chocolate candy. Um, but with all this like controversy or whatever with like the uh, m ms getting like, I don't know, new identities or whatever and some new shoes. Um, you know, it's got me thinking I want some m ms so, I got, like, an almond bag, and I got just an almond bag. But, like, we're talking sharing size, and I live alone. Um, But, yeah, um, catching you up on my life news. That's about it. Um, I got some updates. Um, I wanted to do an update plus a little bit of a correction on um, an article I did last week. I got this from the New York Post. Um, but, essentially... Uh, they do have. They reveal the name of the hostage taker in the Texas uh, situation. Uh, his name was Malik Faisal Akram. Um, the thing I had misreported or you know misbroadcast. I don't know what the word is for whatever the hell I'm doing. But um, he uh, didn't shoot himself. He was shot. Um, the way the altercation like fully went down was after he was in there. Um, he was able to talk to a negotiator and his brother, but, um, in the process, the rabbi of the synagogue kind of, you know, talked to some, you know, his the remaining people. I think there was two other people with him at the time. He's like, you know, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it. And, um, or he like, kind of like gave him the eyes. Um, but essentially, you know, he winds up throwing a chair at the guy. They run, uh, the cops come in, they shoot, um, and Malik, Dies so that all went down. Um, essentially, though, he was a 44 year old man, um uh, from the UK or Britain, I believe. Um, look at a burp coming, I know it. There it is, there's that Milwaukee's best coming out of me. <laughs> um, but, um, 44 year old British man, uh, he was definitely going through a lot. Um, his brother did also kind of say that he had some mental health issues on top of everything he was going through. Um, He, let's see, I believe he was divorced from his wife, um, who, who, you know, from his perspective, he kind of felt like he had carried, you know, carried them, you know, brought them up from, quote-unquote, rags to riches. Um, So, I mean, he said he did a lot, and I guess was really broken up about the situation. Um, He was on the radar for, like, terrorist activity, um, cause he had kind of become more and more extremist as his life was kind of unraveling. Um, but in my, in my five, um, which is like, you know, I guess the equivalent of like the CIA, FBI kind of vibe in UK across the pond, they had surveillance on him. They had Taz, but they weren't deeming him as like a threat threat. They just had him checked out. So, um, I mean, you know how that goes. Um... But um, essentially, it's kind of one of the situations that slipped through the cracks. Um, like I had said before in the other episode, he did reference his quote-unquote sister, um, who wasn't a sister, um, the uh, Pakistani neuroscientist, uh, Afia Siddiqui. Um, at the end of the day, though, they didn't really have any correlation, kind of like I had said before. Um, and also, the family of the Siddiquis, had disavowed that man. They said, no, he has nothing to do with us. Like, if he was... If he knew her, he wouldn't have done this at all. So, you know, definitely... uh, You know, a tragic situation, you know. A life was lost in all this. Um, I don't know if more is going to come out of it. But if so, you know, I will keep you posted. Um, And then a quick update on the Honga Tonga situation. Um, They have... um, gotten at least a little bit of relief to the island um i believe they sent out like some warships from new zealand or maybe another country i want to say japan i'm not sure on that part but um essentially um they are bringing some relief what they can um water was a big thing because like with all the ash and everything um also just clean up once they're there um i haven't been able to find too much else outside of that but um Definitely, if I do, I will keep you updated. You know, you know, babies. Um, the next bit I got from the AP News. Um, airlines cancel some flights after reduced 5G rollout in the U.S. Uh, so this has been something that's kind of been going on worldwide. But um, over here, it's just kind of becoming more of a of a talked about issue. Um, but essentially, the production of these 5G towers which are you know obviously important for powering our phone technology stuff like that uh they're being put up like everywhere and essentially a big hot spot to put them up in is the airports around airports but the issue is um the radio frequency for the Verizon and AT AT AT&T uh 5G towers potentially um interfere with the radio altimeters on some of the planes, I think, like, specifically the Boeing 777s. Uh, so essentially, um, Verizon and AT&T have come out and said, hey, it's not as much of an issue. This is rolled out in other countries, and they've just adjusted. It's been fine. Um, but um, the rebuttal is, well, that's a smaller scale, and, like, doing it at a place, like, in Chicago or, like, in New York... Or what have you is going to cause a lot more of a potential issue, even if it's minor. Too many minor issues are potentially going to, you know, mess up everything. But essentially, this week um, it did cause some flurry because it was supposed to be rolled out, and people were like, "Oh man, I got to get to my flight. I got to get get my, you know, got to get home before this all happens." And then that had a surge, and then next thing you know there were cancellations because <clears throat> people in other countries are like, "Hey, we don't want to fly our planes." To these airports that we're potentially going to have this five G stuff, you know, rolled out, and we're going to have issues. We don't want that, so it all kind of caused a little bit of a ruffle this week. <clears throat> Excuse me, let me get some water. Um, so they 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 put up a delay, but they are still planning on rolling out uh, the technology of the towers. Uh, but essentially, I think they're going to verify them, um, like all the equipment with the um, planes that are, you know, commercially flying right now, making sure like, hey, we've done all the troubleshooting and it's going to be all good to go, at least as good as they can get it. Um, so, I mean, that's going to be something that, I mean, we'll see if it is going to be a big issue or just completely small. Um, we won't really know until it gets fully rolled out. Um, let's see. The next thing we got here. Um, I wanted to talk about the voting rights situation that we have going on, Uh, specifically like this week, a lot of major things happened um, in terms of like the Senate. Um, They had made a play to potentially uh, take out the filibuster and put in potential voting rights to kind of stop things like gerrymandering, uh, specific changes to voter laws that were very like predatory, essentially like things that were, like, trying to knock out mail-in voting, all these kind of things. I mean, and also it's just also combating the rampant just, like, stop the steal mentality, you know, the whole stolen election, you know, misinformation stuff. So essentially, Democrats are making this big push to kind of make changes, but as is the trend, you know, with the Biden administration, you know, and everything going on, it wasn't strong enough, even though we have the majority, to really push things forward. You know, the Republicans said, no, we're not going to vote for this. We're voting no, and we will filibuster. And then, naturally, we couldn't get enough votes to push the filibuster out. So, it just was a huge jam. Um, I got a lot of uh, reference from The Guardian in terms of just, like, the main story, in terms of, like, what happened this week. Um but, you know, just more or less what I'm talking about. It's just kind of here and there stuff leading up to this week and then, you know, seeing where we're going to go. Um, they're talking about censoring um, Kirsten Cinema. She was one of the no votes along with Manchin. Uh, personally, I think that isn't going to do much of anything. Um, it's just kind of gesturing anyway. But, um, I mean, I, I do think it's sad. I think we did a lot to come a long way with voting rights. And it's sad to see that it's kind of, the narrative is the more people are voting, the worse it is. Like, and that's sad because it shouldn't be that way. You know, record turnout should be a good thing. But I think it's just one of those things that is kind of a common sense thing from the right. At least their perspective is like, well, the more people are voting, that means the more people who want change are going to vote. And we don't want things to change. So we want just people who are rich and well-off to be able to get to the polls and do their thing. And everyone else, they need to struggle. It needs to be hard. Um, that's not obviously said out loud, but it's just kind of that's how it all seems to work out with the gerrymandering and, you know, how they push out things. I mean, I heard DeSantis is trying to put up a voting police, which that sounds very spicy. Um, but I mean, essentially, we'll see what happens in the future. Um, I think more or less this kind of is par for the course for the Biden administration to kind of say, hey, we're going to do something. And I mean, he even tried to like pull this big turnout, Um, like since it was like Martin Luther King's birthday and everything, like he tried to like ride that wave. And people were like, no, dude, you don't need us. You need to work on Congress. You need to work on the Senate. Like get them to understand what needs to get done. We know what needs to be done. We see the problems here. We know we need to get out and vote. Like, why are you telling us this shit? And I think it is seeking home for people where it's like, dude, we don't need this grandstanding. We need action. Like, the grandstanding got him in office, but really, we just didn't want Trump in. And I think he's just kind of proving like, yeah, you know, I'm not Trump. And it's like, cool, but you kind of are, at least in some of your policies. But that's a whole other thing. But um, to close out, um, I wanted to cover what I kind of deem as a lighter issue. But, um... I got this from I believe NBC News. Yeah, maybe. Yeah? I said my sources correctly. But um essentially the CIA says Havana syndrome not result of sustained campaign by hostile power. Um essentially this is an update from a previous episode last year where I covered Havana syndrome. Um I don't I can't remember exactly what I said in it, but essentially I mean I, at the time, felt like it was at least being covered in a serious light, so I gave it at least some serious, you know, narration, I guess. But at the same time, it is, it's a kerfuffle. Like, it's one of those things where if you don't know what Havana Syndrome is, essentially people were saying, hey, I, I was doing my work, um, you know, as CIA, whatever, diplomatic person, and, like, they were in, um, you know, Havana, Cuba, Working, doing embassy stuff, whatever, and they're saying they're getting like violently ill, like severe headaches, bad bowel movements, all the works, like just terrible, terrible symptoms, and um, for their entire duration in Cuba. And um, it was happening so much, it was getting reported so much, and they're saying, hey, something's going on here, like this might be a, a literal attack, you know, from a hostile power. Um, I think the initial was Russia. A lot of fingers were pointed there. Um, which I mean, hey, I get it. I, especially you know, looking at things going on lately, you know, Russia can get accused of a lot of things and I'm sure a lot of it can stick. But in terms of them aiming little sound rays and putting up sound devices in people's things and Doing all this, that, and the third? I don't know. I i still don't know. And apparently the CIA is saying we don't know either. Um, they essentially put up a whole report saying like, hey, we're not saying that these symptoms aren't happening to people, but we aren't saying that it's a foreign power doing it. Um, I mean, essentially, I think there are like, you know, I guess Havana Syndrome advocacy groups or whatever who are kind of saying like, hey, you know. We would like to see more support our way. And I think even Blinken, who, let's see, what is his position? He does a lot of stuff. I should know this by now, but um, bear with me. Uh, but essentially, you know, people are saying like, hey, we're with you. We support you. But we're just trying to figure out exactly what it is, you know. And I'm sure they're getting some kind of money support somehow for this thing. But, I mean, in terms of what I think it is, I don't know. Um, but, uh, I mean, if they find out exactly, I, I will definitely let you know. I will definitely update you. Um, sorry for that in there, guys. I guess, the like I said, the Milwaukee's best kicking in. Um But thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for hanging out. Um, essentially, this is Shilville time. Um, I got a Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash Isaiah News. Um, if you want to check it out, there's the Newsy bundle. That tier will get you a Discord invite, a shout-out on the podcast, um, and uh, potentially more. Who knows? <laughs> um, but um, also, we uh, have a Twitter at Isaiah... What is it? Underscore news one, I believe. Um, then there is Isaiah news at that's our Facebook and that's also the Instagram. Um, and then I have a Gmail as well. Um, I believe that is Isaiah news. Um, if not, I will update later. But you know, I miss these kind of things sometimes. It's okay. But either way, you can hit us up, communicate with us. We would love to talk to you. Uh, we have a Spotify as well. We're on all those things like Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor FM. Um, I think we even have a Stitcher. It's crazy. Uh, we have a YouTube page up as well. It's under Isaiah Edwards. Um, so, I mean, you can always keep up with the Joneses no matter what. Um, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Um, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Um, hopefully, we will see you soon for some more good news. Uh, love you. Bye-bye. Why not?